J-Lo. Yeah. How's it going? You said something yeah. about one of your relatives was asking mm-hmm. you questions about me this morning. Yeah, I, I won't go through all of them, you know, because some of them aren't really important. You know, just how we met each other, where we met each other, what the context was, what you thought when you saw me, uh, things like that, the kind of things that you like to do as far as, like, cooking and the things you like to cook and traveling and, you know, uh, where you used to live and things like that. How did you feel about that? Well, I think with every, um, with every person in the family, girl or boy, they're always going to ask questions about significant others, and sometimes it's kind of annoying because I think in some ways it's a little bit, um, it feels a little bit intrusive. I don't know. Did you tell her about? No, I just, you know, I mean, I, I, Maybe the intrusive isn't the right word because, you know, they're curious, but sometimes I think they, you know, I think that some of them in my family want to know a little bit more, and I don't want to go too too much into it because there's some things that I'm like, well, I don't think they know that, you know. It's not important right now. What was the most uh, personal question you thought this relative asked? Well, I think when it came to... Uh, like family stuff. I didn't want to get too far into it because I thought that might be too personal. And you told this person. And I, well, I, uh, I don't. I, maybe I didn't make it clear, but I didn't really want to talk about that because I just didn't think, you know, if you were going to talk about that, then that was fine with you. But I try not to to share too much information about somebody that I'm dating. Yes, yeah. you know, I'm I, pretty I much an open book when it comes to family. I mean, so. okay, okay. Well, I guess if you're okay with it, then, you know, I just don't feel comfortable just sharing stuff about people's family. It's not, you know, it's not, I, I think it's kind of rude unless the person is okay with it and you seem to be like an open book and I don't want to, you know, I would never want to disrespect you or your family. Yeah. Well, maybe don't tell this person that only because if I ever meet them, I'm going to want a story to tell, you know. You know, they may forget. Um, they may forget. Oh, but you know, baby, you got to make it seem as dramatic as possible if you do decide to tell this person the story of my family. Well, I, I, I told I told some things, but I thought, oh, geez, maybe I went a little too far, but maybe this relative will forget. So, like, what did you say? Does. Oh, I kind of went a little bit into the relationship with your dad, but I didn't want to get too far into it because I'm just, you know, I only knew bits and pieces of it and, um, you know, basically that you don't talk to him anymore because of such and such and, mm. you know, and he's not talking to anybody in the family, blah, 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 and I just, you know, I didn't really want to go too far into it because it's, it's, your, it's your life story. Um, yes. Although my mom made a comment, oh, excuse me, said relative. Whether it was her or not, it doesn't really matter. Who made right, because sometimes right. you call your youngest niece to your mom. It's part of like the Filipino <laughs> culture. Yeah, kind of like, uh, kind of like in uh, You Got Mail, right? Um, yes. Refer to the uh, episode yes. uh, featuring the movie You Got Mail. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, well, this relative made a comment that um, she really she believed that it's possible that your mom spent a lot of time with you, and and she just noticed that you are um, a loving, caring person, especially when you're when we're around each other. She just thought that we, you know, we seem really sweet to each other. Um, How did you feel about that? I, I, you know, I didn't know that she noticed those, those kinds of things, but she's like, yeah, I, I, you know, I can see that. <laughs> you know, she thought you were a really loving and caring person, and she thought maybe it's because your mom spent a significant amount of time with you, and you even commented that um, that she was a loving person as well. So, um, oh. yeah, and I thought that was nice that she noticed it. Well, good. Okay. Well, I'm glad that I am being discussed. I love hearing that. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Me, not so much. I'm not too sure. You know, depending on what you're talking about concerning me, I'm a little bit, you know, nervous about that. No, but just in general, whenever I hear that people were talking about me, I get kind of excited. Like I don't get, I don't get like, oh, you're talking about me behind my back. I get like, oh, that's interesting. Well, well, sometimes I think. I think both things. Like, I think, oh, what it, what have you said? You know, some people say, oh, I've heard so much about you. And I'm like, oh, oh, I hope it's good. Sometimes we kind of wonder how people perceive us. And I think that's why we, we get a little bit, a, a twinge of excitement when we hear, oh, yeah, someone told you about, you know, someone, someone told me about you the other day or whatever. Um, I think about that too. But I also think, oh, no, what if they said something like I just, that was embarrassing. But all you can do is make the best impression you can and hope that they heard good things about you. And I look at it, too. If they heard negative stuff about you, this is a chance to disprove it. That's true, yeah. Because some people can, you know, say what they want about a person, but the person comes out and says, actually, that's not true about me. And whatever they're saying, um, that's not the kind of person I am. So I think you're right about that. I was kind of thinking maybe you just prove it through your actions instead of just, you know, going on the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Action, action, yeah, actions speak louder than words. And if someone is able to attest that and say, yeah, she's right about this or he's right about this, and they say this is exactly what he or she is like and you got that completely wrong because you heard it from another source. But I want to be the person to, you know, disprove it. I'm glad to hear that, J-Lo. What else has been going on in your world besides for the fact that you are now out of state for the time being? Yes, I am. The trip is real. We didn't just just make the the trip uh, up. so that you could spend time on the phone instead of in person. No, no, no. I am coming at you live from Burlington, Washington. Beautiful Burlington, Washington. Nice, nice. Yes. So what's been going on there? Um, I then I ate some really, really good food last night. I think I told you about it. Um, corned beef and cabbage with some uh, cranberry, I think it's like a cranberry pecan salad, or I'm not sure what nuts were in them. It was really good. Um, this morning I had a good uh, bowl of um, 
uh, yogurt with some nuts and bananas and berries and black seeds. I love that stuff in the morning. And I just realized that I did not put my bottle of uh, black seeds back in the fridge, which I should. Um, but I think the expiration date isn't past, <clears throat> isn't past yet. You mean in your place? Or were you saying place. that? In, in my place, yeah. Um, my relative has a bag of of ground flax seed, and she it's instructed to keep it in the refrigerator. And I have a, a bottle of flax seed that I opened. I had it in the refrigerator before, and I opened it. I'm like, I, should, I forgot to put it back in there. But it's really, really good on yogurt. Alana, yes. should we give an update on your adventures with pizza? No. Well, okay, maybe we should. It, it's kind of embarrassing. So, I I ordered pizza twice in the last week. Uh, this week and last week. Um, Saturday, I ordered a large pizza. Instead of paying a dollar fifty more and getting three pizzas, and then you ate half but, of but, the yeah, but, but do you understand why? Do you understand why I didn't buy three pizzas? Because that's a lot of pizza. I know no, that you go through pizza, pizza like no, 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 you, no. But you go through pizza a lot, and maybe I should have bought maybe I should have bought at least two large pizzas. But anyway, that's the point. You ate half of the pizza that was meant for me, and a good portion of the meat pizza. But um, that was. Okay, that was that was a big mistake. I did not know that I had um I did not know that I ate the last two pieces and that was that was a mistake though. And you have since forgiven me for that. I have, but I'm just saying. Anyways, keep going. So Saturday night happens and Saturday night happens and then you go to the exact opposite extreme where you order too much pizza. I ordered way too much pizza. We uh, so I ordered two large pizzas, big mistake. I should have ordered two medium pizzas or at least one large pizza. Um, and this is like the night before we left. And my relative, and I don't even know why we didn't think about this because we were in a rush and I didn't want this thing to happen because we were thinking about maybe giving away the pizza, but then people may not even want any pizza and didn't, um, didn't want to take it because, you know, they're afraid of diseases or whatever. Um, so that was out of the question. And then my relative decided to throw the entire box in the garbage. I did not, I did not want her to do that. And by the time we got here, my other relative was like, why did, you know, you, you guys should have just put it in the freezer, but we didn't even think about that. And I should have just said, why don't we put it in the freezer? Just take out the entire pizza, put them in Ziploc bags, and freeze the pizza. Because by the time we, you know, we got back, we would have a lot of pizza. And well, that was that was a mistake that um, I made of buying too largely. But now I understand. I mean, I've goofed up on things before, but you know, I understand why um, I made those mistakes. But and I Never told again. you that you should use me as your pizza consultant from now on. And I told you, no, I don't need to use you as a pizza consultant. Because I'll probably there, give you correct information that you didn't think about before. 
Yeah, but come on. I mean, you you goofed up you goofed up before. I mean, you can't. I, I can't. But I've learned. From I them. can't expect you. Yes, I, I've learned from them too. But I don't have to consult you all the time when I'm going to get pizza. It'd be kind of fun. It'd be nice if you did. I don't. I save you money. I save you time. You'd have more food. Yeah, but if you had your way, you would have me consult you for everything, wouldn't wouldn't you? No, just like, <laughs> well, there's definitely some things I would. But your life would be better because usually when you take my advice, what happens? Things get a little bit better, don't they? They do, but I don't have to Because I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but you I don't know, have you to can ask You live a horrible you know. life. Okay. No, no, no. Just because I don't ask you for help all the time, it doesn't mean you have to rescue me all the time. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, that's why I'm a consultant, Dave. I would give you advice and, and point you in the right direction. I would definitely ask you advice on um, cooking appliances if I was thinking about getting appliances, because you have a lot of more, you have more appliances than I do. Because. <laughs> um, I am definitely in the process <clears throat> in the process of thinking about getting a, a slow cooker, um, and also a rice cooker because rice cookers are really handy. Well, I hope that works out for you, dude. Right. Yes. Right. Alana. I've talked to you about this before, but I don't think I've spoken about it here. Mm-hmm. I have been looking for an extension cord for my Echo Dot third generation. Uh-huh. I bought two that didn't work, and finally I got one on Monday that felt like it was going to fit in, but then it mm-hmm. slipped out of the socket. And oh, no. that led me down this really interesting path of doing research on extension cords. It turns mm-hmm. out that most people nowadays are recommending using a high-power uh, power strip to plug in your appliances. So I bought two, yes. and they should be coming today. So what are you going to do with the other extension cords? Are you going to give them away, or are you going to send them back? No, I'm just going to I'm, – I'm thinking about throwing them out because from what I'm reading online, they say that they can cause danger. So I don't want them to repackage um, them and then for, like, a fire. Yeah, anything. Yeah, power strips are really helpful because – you have an extension cord, but you have um, different outlets to put all your things in. And if you want to turn it off, you just flip the switch and it's off. So I thought of them as dangerous, and I'll tell you why. I, I used to not really put that much energy into them. But I went dumpster diving with some friends back in 07, and I got this power strip. I used it for a while for my computer and... I forgot what else was plugged into it, but a few different things were, you know, getting the power supply from it. And one day, I start to smell what smells like burning rubber. So mm-hmm. I noticed that my power strip is getting really hot, and I immediately turned it off. Now, keep in mind, this was a used power strip that was in the garbage, and oh, I probably yeah. had too many things plugged in, and it was probably on for a couple mm-hmm. months to turn it off, if not longer. Yeah, just don't look for power strips dumpster diving, which I still think is really gross, but don't don't look for power strips when you're dumpster diving. It's just not a good idea. Well, I wasn't looking for a big, but we happened to find one. Gross. Oh. Yes. Works good for a while, though. But and, anyways, ever since then, I've been leery of using them. But I know that you like to use uh, them. 
So this yeah, brings me to a question. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm sorry, you were about to say, and then I'll ask my question. No, I've had a, I've had a, I've had um, power strips for a long time, and I never had problems. I just have to make okay, sure so, that when I leave, huh? Yeah, I was just going to say. So before you left for your trip, you turned off your power strips. Yeah, but I, I unplugged everything, including the power strip. Okay. Yeah. What was the thought process uh, for unplugging it versus just turning it off? Well, um, I wasn't the one who unplugged them, but oh, gotcha. I figured, right? But I, but I figured, you know, I might, I better be safe than sorry because if I have something plugged in for a while, you know, what if something happens and um, it short circuits or something? At least when I'm there, I know what's going on. But because I'll be gone for at least a week and a half or so. Um, then, you know, and I just want to make sure everything is safe. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Because when I'm, because when I'm at home, no problem, I'll keep them, I'll keep them plugged in, but that's because I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. And I just know that if something starts smoking, unplug it. Yeah. No, you hear you your best bet is to get a, a power strip that is in really good condition. Yeah, I and looked and they said to look for one that's like a uh surge protector power strip. And that you want mm-hmm. it to be I forgot what it was, it was like something like UT listed. It might, might not have been that, but it was something to that effect, and I made sure that I got one that fit those criteria. Right. Yeah. Or two that added rather. Yeah. And that had good work. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Well, good. I hope it works out for you. Yes. But I've been enjoying waking up with Alexa. Oh, uh, has, has the got been waking you up with music? Well, I mean, waking up and putting on headphones and asking for music. Um, sometimes what I'll do though now, babe, is I'll put on classical music when I go to sleep. I've been doing that the last few nights. Oh, that's great. Classical music is so fun to listen to. I heard that it's really good to, um, for a driver to listen to classical music because it keeps them focused and classical music is beautiful anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it, it is, it's just beautiful and, um, that's great though. It's really good. It's not a son that's waking up with Alana, but I'll take what I can get. <laughs> well. Yes. Anyway. Yes. I made baked spaghetti last night, and it came out really, really good. Mm, yummy. I really, you I know what I'm trying craving to... spaghetti. Hmm? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to mix it up, babe. So usually yeah. what I'll do is I'll make the sauce in like uh like a pan. But this time I decided to make the spaghetti sauce in my food processor. And I also decided to chop up the vegetables that way. So I put in some uh peppers, celery, and a mm-hmm. few olives, right? And then I put everything in Tupperware mm-hmm. so I could just like quickly organize it once my spaghetti noodles are done cooking. So mm-hmm. I put everything because uh, I made two things of uh, baked spaghetti, and I put them both in the <laughs> oven. 
right? Mm-hmm. And they're cooking for about 30 minutes. I'm cleaning up and I feel around and I realize that I forgot to spread vegetables on them. Oh, no. So I, yeah, so I took out the casserole dishes. I took off the uh, tin foil, poured mm-hmm. veggies over the top of both of them, put on cheese to cover the veggies, then put on the t- mm-hmm. uh, tin foil again, put them back in the oven for like another 20 minutes, and they ended up really good. Oh, yum. What kind of, uh, yeah. so you, you just chopped up the veggies and put them on there? Well, no, they were already chopped up because I threw them in the food processor. Oh, okay. You just forgot so after about that. I made, yeah, after I made the uh, sauce, I cleaned out the food processor. Oh, yeah, that, that'll work. That'll work. Because if, whether you put it uh, on the bottom of the you know, spaghetti or on top of it and you, you, uh, you, you cook it in the oven for a while, it, it, it sounds like it would turn out really, really good. Mm. Okay. Ideally, I wanted to mix it in a little bit better, but I just, my brain just froze last night when I was cooking it. Did I ever explain on our, on an episode about what Filipino spaghetti is? What, uh, what makes it a Filipino spaghetti? Did I ever talk about that? It was something like more sugar, right? Or no? Well, okay, so the difference is that Instead of the regular spaghetti sauce that you would use, you would use uh, banana ketchup. Nice. And banana ketchup is a little bit sweeter, and it tastes just like spaghetti sauce. It doesn't taste like bananas. Um, and then you put that in there, and you make the sauce with um, some uh, sausages or hot dogs and um, your regular meat sauce. And if you want to put veggies in there, you can. And uh, I believe that there's cheese in it as well. And it's really good. Really good. It's sweeter than the... Uh, to me, it tastes sweeter than the regular spaghetti you would get uh, if you, like, either made it or if you got it from a restaurant. So good. That could be good. It's one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite uh, dishes that my family makes. How yeah. are you feeling about being away from Miss A? I am okay with it. I mean, see, this is how I see it because um, there's a my my relatives have more than one TV. The one TV that I like watching is in their family room, which is the classroom that I am staying in, and. Um, and I take advantage of that because I don't have a TV. And so when I get home, I've got my dot and, and my internet, and those are my sources of entertainment. And if I get a TV in the near future, I get one, but I don't really need one, actually. No, I honestly think I'd rather have a dot than have a TV. Yeah, but there are some things on TV that I like watching, you know, sometimes there's mysteries on TV, or I like watching some interesting shows, um, whatever they are, some, I don't know, something like that. I enjoy it. Have you been watching anything the last day or two? Um, oh, I watched, um, uh, this one channel plays, like, uh, some Dateline NBC stuff. 
Um, I've been watching a little bit of local news. I haven't been watching um look I haven't watched local news in a long time here. Um and you know the Hallmark channel I I don't watch the Hallmark channel much, but um sometimes I think they're having like some holiday movies already and it's not even like the end of October yet. It's odd. It's toward the end of October, but the October is still is still here. It's very strange. Are you enjoying their holiday movies this year? Not those. Um, so there's a channel called Freeform, and it's possible I may not be able to watch it this year, but every Christmas, so they used to be ABC Family, and I think before that they used to be Fox Family, I can't remember, but um, every year for 25 days, for the uh, not every year, but um, I'm not quite sure when they started it, they would play all these classic Christmas movies, and I love those. Those are the ch- kinds of movies I used to watch when I was a kid with um, Frosty the Snowman, the one that we saw together, um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, um, Frosty and uh, Frosty and Crystal, that's when he, he, he meets his wife, um, uh, Jack Frost, and um, uh, just, just, just little... Uh, Christmas cartoons. I really, I really like them a lot. They're really fun. But that's me. That's that's the stuff I like for Christmas and other movies that they have. Home Alone. But you have the show Home Alone. Yeah, but you haven't been watching the Hallmark Channel since you've been uh, in Burlington. No. No. If they have, if the Golden Girls are on the Hallmark Channel, I'll watch it. But otherwise, I don't really watch the Hallmark Channel. It seems a little bit too goody-goody. I think the right word for that is corny. Okay. Not only is it goody-goody, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with any family-oriented movies, but kind of, kind of cheesy. That's what it is, cheesy. Cheesy and Yeah, corny. like it, it seems like the type of thing you would watch if you had like five to seven-year-olds and you wanted something that's this good, clean family. I mean, I don't, I, I understand why families want to do that with their children. If, you know, if they decide to, to have them grow up on those movies, that's cool. But as an adult, I'm like, I don't really want to watch them because there's not a lot of, um, I don't know. It just seems very, it just seems very cheesy and corny and I want to watch something else, you know? I'm curious. Babe. And, yes. Go ahead. No, I, I lost my thought. What is it? Okay. When you're in the family room, assuming that other relatives come in that area, what do you all watch together as a family? Do they insist on Hallmark, or can you watch something more adult in nature? Um, well, I've only been here for, like, a day, so a couple No, of but you, you know these people. They're close relatives. They they don't usually watch a lot of things with me in the family room. Maybe my my um maybe one of my relatives will on occasion, but I'm usually the only one watching in there. And then they've got a TV uh, downstairs. And then my relatives have a TV in their room. And a lot of times when they're watching TV downstairs, it's Filipino stuff, and I don't 
watch a lot. I don't watch, I watch some Filipino stuff, but I don't watch it all the time. So, does that answer your question? It does. Okay. You guys basically, if I understand you correctly, don't watch TV together. Sometimes we do, but I don't really want to watch, you know, Filipino stuff all day because I want, I want things in English. And occasionally, occasionally my relatives will, with me, will watch like, um, HGTV and watch like, you know, House Hunters or, those are kind of interesting. Um, House Hunters and, uh, I think they still have that show Trading Spaces and The Property Brothers. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. And occasionally my mom will watch some relatives, a relative, whether whether it is my mother or not. Whoever it is will watch the news with me, but otherwise I'm the only one watching up there. That's good. So let me ask you something. With the news, have you watched, like I'm talking about national news, since the election is coming up next week, have you watched it or paid attention to it since you got there, or are you just feeling so burnt out at this point? that it's nice to have a little bit of a calm before the storm. Oh, no, I watched them last night, actually. I think I'm more interested in it now than ever before because the election is closer. And it is good. It, I mean, for me, it, for me, it's good to keep up with that stuff. I, um, because I've been so saturated with, with news, um, in court, you know, while I'm in, while I'm in Portland, but I think, because it's so close, um, I'm more interested in it now, I think. Does that, does that make any sense? I know some people um, are like, ah, I'm too tired. You know, um, I want to take a break from it. But but to me, it's like I, I want to keep up at least um, enough for me to know what's going on. And uh, I think it's important. But um, I, like I said, I've been listening to a little bit of local news. I think we're supposed to have some rain soon. And somebody is cooking something really good. I don't know what it is. It smells really good. Nice. Yes. That's good, boys. Yes. But so far, I'm, uh, so far, I'm enjoying myself. I did tell you yesterday about a, a little bit of frustration I'm having with the, the mask wearing in the, uh, when I go to be with my relatives in the living room and the kitchen. Did I tell you that? Do you want to elaborate on that here? Yeah, so um, we got in uh, before 2 o'clock yesterday. And one of my uh, my relatives picked us up. Um, she did not want us, or rather me, to hug her. We get to the house. She insists I put the mask on because pretty soon I'll be in the um, I'll be downstairs with, uh, um, an older relative and there would be a total of five of us in the living room and she insists that I wear a mask when I'm with everybody and to, you know, to, to remove it from, from my face when I'm eating or drinking. And I think she was mentioning that I only have to do this until, like, uh, after next week, I think it is, or during next week. I'm not quite sure exactly. It seemed like I would only have to do it for a short time, so I guess it's, like, their way of quarantining, which 
I think it's a little extreme, but that's that's my frustration with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. On one hand, I say that's too extreme. On the other hand, we are starting to hear that coronavirus is really being spread by small family gatherings at this point. Yeah, I... Well, we can go on and on about how we feel about this thing, because you already know how I feel about it. But, um, yeah, I I just don't know. I just don't know what to say about it. I, I think that this is a little too extreme for me. Honestly, um, if I was your relative, I probably would not have anybody over to my house at this point until everything got figured out. Yeah, but that could Like to send them up. Right. But that's, that, I mean, I, I think that this is, this is my, I'll, I'll only, this is only my opinion, okay? I personally think that the coronavirus is used as an excuse for relatives not meeting. Maybe. But that's how I see it. I mean, if it were anything else, right? Of course, if you had the, if you had the flu, Right. People are are for some reason less afraid of the flu than they are of the, uh, than they are of this virus. And I think if it were treated as such, um, things would be a lot different. But that's, that's that's my opinion. I just think that it's being used for people not to meet at all. Or yeah, I think the m- no. mortality rate is a lot higher for COVID than the flu. But I could be wrong. <laughs> no, the flu is a lot higher. The flu has been a lot higher. Now, now uh, you you know that I myself are not a vaccine person. I have not been a vaccine person for a while now. Um, there's only one time I took the flu vaccine. It didn't do anything to me, but then I heard stories of uh, people I knew that that had the vaccine, and then two weeks later they got sick. I mean, yeah, really I never sick. take the flu shot. I think it's it's no. just weird that people do at this point. Well, I mean, and they shouldn't even call it a vaccine because if it's a vaccine, you just take it once, you don't have to take it again. It's like... Right, but I like think the rationale, a, I think the rationale for that is, babe, is each year there are different strands of the flu, and usually, like, one strand is more dominant, and they try to guess what strand it's going to be for the particular year, and that's how they make the vaccine. It doesn't make any sense because... It's almost like a guessing game. Like, you have to guess which strain is going to affect somebody by putting it into the vaccine, and I don't think it should be in a vaccine. That's just, that's just how I feel about it. Okay. Well, I'm happy for you, babes. Right, but I, I'm, enjoying, I'm enjoying my time. Um, it is nice to be back here. Um, I don't know if I'm going to see any other relatives in the next, week or so, but it would be good too. Yes. <clears throat> and I'm also planning to come back for Thanksgiving, I believe. I but mean, that's my plan spend, right now. You're going to spend Christmas with me, which is going to be fun. Now, here is a question. Here's a question I did not ask you. Tell me. If it turns out that there would be a way to get you to come with me, maybe not in the near future, but if things are still good with us, 
Um, and, 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 and that also includes a place where you would be able to stay and that the both of us would be comfortable with that. Would you come? Uh, we're not talking about, like, this holiday season, but potentially a future holiday season. Possibly. I mean, we don't know at this point. It's just something that I've been thinking about. I would be open to discussing it. But it seems a little bit weird that, like, you told me stories before about how you have relatives who are in, and they're engaged to somebody, but the person, their fiance, isn't even allowed to stay in the same house with them. That seems to me to be a little bit too extreme. Well, they weren't, I don't believe they were engaged at the time, but he was the one who decided it. But even so, even if he didn't decide it and it was, it was my family's decision, it, you know, uh, said relative who eventually married him, um, uh, wouldn't feel comfortable doing that anyway. And that's, that's a, that's a, that's a difference of, uh, that's a difference in our families. Yeah, like, like it, to me, it's like if you were coming over to, let's say we were going to have holidays, like Christmas, at a relative's house, and we were going to stay overnight, it would just be assumed that we would sleep in the same bedroom, not that you would go to another completely different house. Uh, yeah, and I think that comes a little bit strange, but... I mean, I think it would be stranger. It would, it wouldn't be so strange if it was, um, relatives that you had that were actually okay with it or that, you know, maybe we're not, um, we're living a different life, but, um, you know, a different life than I was. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, um, should be up for discussion. It would be up for discussion. Not this holiday season just because of COVID. And I want to be mindful of not being in, in huge crowds because I don't want to, one, if I, let's say I had it and I was lucky enough to be asymptomatic, I wouldn't want to spread it. But two, I wouldn't want to catch it either. Um, but it would be something that would be up for discussion for future years, though. Yeah. I I don't understand the whole asymptomatic thing because if you're asymptomatic and it's you don't safe. have it, What? It's very straightforward, but go ahead. No, 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 not necessarily, because if you actually had symptoms, you're, it seems like you would be more contagious, and if you were asymptomatic, your chances of spreading it, it could happen, but at, at the same time, there's a, there's a better chance that it wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to spread it. And even if you were asymptomatic, your chances of, um, Recovering from it would be greater because if you're if you're relatively um, healthy and because you are still young, um, you would be more. And you don't have any like uh, and you don't have any existing conditions that would be life threatening. Then you would have a better chance of getting better from it. But if you're asymptomatic, you're also more likely to spread it to other people because, my dear. If you're really, really sick, you're more likely to stay at home. And if you're asymptomatic, you could feel like, well, I don't have this. Why should I just, you know, stay inside all the time? Well, I can go all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if someone, there's no reason for a person to stay home if they don't feel sick. And I think that... I completely that, disagree. But I think, but because this is being treated like it is the worst virus in the world, and I don't think it is, 
I think um, AIDS is a lot more is a lot more worse than this because it's it's in an autoimmunity. But anyway, that's kind of the point. I personally think that um, people need to make their own people need to make their own choices and decisions. And if they feel that they're okay to go out and they're not they're not physically feeling sick of they stay home then I think that's their prerogative and they're not being irresponsible but just doing what they think is right for them. And I don't think no, that, but. that they're uh, but I don't think that their right should be taken away from them. I don't think that their rights should be taken away from them. However, I do think that there should be maybe some cautiousness because you could be asymptomatic and feel fine and then spread it to other people who aren't as lucky as you are. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. I really do. I well, think, the science doesn't I back think, you up. I think, I think that, the, um, that people are more afraid of asymptomatic people than they are of people that actually have symptoms. That's, what, that's how I feel of about Of course, it. because if an you, asymptomatic you have, people... You can't but really you have, yeah, but if you, you have, sim- yeah, but it's, it's, it's common sense though. If you have symptoms, of course you're gonna have, you should stay home, and of course right. you should, you should keep away but from people. But, but if you're asymptomatic, I mean, how? I mean, this is this is why I'm questioning this. How in the world would anybody be able to trace it if if they are? Well. Asymptomatic. I, I mean, I just, I just don't. I mean, uh, how would I'm, you know? I, I think you, okay, so let me let me see if I understand you correctly. How would somebody know if they caught it from an asymptomatic person? Is basically exactly, what exactly. Okay. That's, what, that's why so, I'm questioning this. Right. I'm no medical expert, but the way I understand it is, some people are asymptomatic for a little while and then they get sick, or some people are asymptomatic and then they get tested, maybe for a work situation, maybe, you know, for whatever reason, and they test positive even though they're asymptomatic, and then they can look at, it's called contract tracing, I believe, and then they can look at the people that this person has been around uh, during, I believe, the last two weeks and see if any of them are, are COVID positive. But do you think that the whole contact tracing is a little bit um, invasive? I think there's a lot of things that are invasive. And I mean, do you? you know, do you? I mean, do you, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you would agree that if you, if somebody went to a restaurant, do you agree that it is not um, in the best interest of the, the diners that restaurants? Uh, Restaurant staffs take their names and numbers and addresses to contact trace them. I mean, I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah, put it to you this way. I'm not going to go to any restaurants out this time because of it. But I I think you will be between a rock and a hard place with this one. And I don't know what the correct, correct answer is. But that's why I err on the side of safety, trying to limit how much I'm going outside, trying to be mindful of always wearing a mask, that type of thing, and trying to keep my distance when I am in social situations. And that's all you can really do. You can try to do your best. And listen, I'm not thrilled with the idea of restaurants taking down people's personal information if they're just in there to get a meal. But at the same time, I think that the restaurant owners are doing what they feel is best. And it's a very, it's a very tricky situation. I mean, I and I don't like that 
um, that restaurants are mandated by the state to follow. I mean, and it's not just restaurants, businesses. Um, and I'm not talking about taking an address. I'm talking about, like, um, businesses are required now to have people wear masks, um, including customers, um, because if they don't, then they might be closed or they might have to pay a fine. I don't think that's right. I think that businesses, especially if they're small businesses, they have a right to make their own rules concerning it. And I, 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 I just, I just, I'm just thinking of in terms of making your own choices, making your own decisions. I hear what you're saying. The argument I would make to counter that is, you know, it could spread and a lot more people could die. And this is something we can do to try to stop the spread. I, ju- I just don't think that it's effective. I don't. I think that maybe in the beginning it it was thought to be, it was thought, thought to possibly be affected, effective, but I think it's hurt more people than anything. I really do. I think it's hurt a lot more people, especially, especially older shut-ins. Listen, this is a very complicated situation. I don't have all the answers, but neither do you. I, it, I think we're making it, I think it's been made a little more complicated than it really is. But that's how I think it is. I, I think that people are not allowed to use their common sense and the people that are making these, these, um, these ridiculous mandates don't have any common sense. But that's, that's in my own opinion. And right. I know that and people some are of going to agree with me and, you know. Some of them are a little bit ridiculous. But people are in a panic. This is a unique situation. We gotta figure this out. But I don't think you say, well, some stuff that, that the government is saying is complete, utter nonsense. They're going too far and therefore it's all garbage. I think we need to find a middle ground, be calm about it, and figure out uh, the best way to handle this going forward. I just, I just feel that in every state that the people that are in office, the people that are leading and making decisions should come and talk to their citizens, the citizens of the city, and see, well, what do you think, you know, do you want this, do you want lockdowns to keep on going, or do you think that you're, you know, you know, things like that, I mean, instead of making decisions and expecting people to abide by those decisions. Oh, that's a horrible idea. That's a horrible idea, baby. Why is it a horrible idea? Because if you just go to the citizens of whatever state you're in, they're going to most likely say, let's completely reopen, and then a lot more people are going to die. Well, by by the way, by the way, the, the government is supposed to work for us, not the other way around. So whatever the people want, the government has, the government, um, the government has the duty, has a duty to do the will of the people. And if they're not doing the will of the people, if they're not doing what the people are saying, then that's, that's not right. Right, it but is not, governments always do that. They always overreach. That's just the nature of governments. But that's, they not, always, that's not right. That is, that is not right. The government works for us, and if we don't like what they're doing, that's why we vote them out of office. That's why... That's why there are there are people in cities like mayors that 
that that should be voted out of office because they're not doing the will of the people. They are not doing what is right for the people, and they work for us. It's not the other way around where we're expected to abide, abide by every rule that they have if it's, if it's not in the best interest of the citizens of that city or that state. We cannot, we cannot have uh, government taking over everything. And yes, they do overreach, but that doesn't mean it's correct. And that's all I have to say about the subject. I don't know. It seems like you look at it in very simplistic terms, Faith. And I think that well, there's it is. a lot of... It's very simple. It is very simple, it's but not. we have made it... We have made it a lot more complicated. Actually, it's not we who've made it complicated. The, gover- the government that... Um, the overreach um, of parts of the government have made it more complicated. And we don't have to put up with it. We can vote them out of office. That's right. Vote Trump out next week. That's what I think. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the president. I'm talking about... Um, Who got rid of the pandemic task force in 2018, right? What? He got rid of the pandemic task force that Obama helped set up. Okay, what does that have to do with anything? Well, we could have had a better, more coherent response from the federal government had he not gotten rid of that task force. Really? And maybe we would have gone into lockdown sooner and been over this already. But yeah, but even if but, we went into lockdown sooner, that doesn't mean that it's going to. That doesn't mean that we would have a better outcome. I don't think we should have gotten. I don't think we should have gone into lockdown. I think it should have. I think that um, um, the people um, that have that were pushing it in in um, as a state in the state. Um, it's, it's, it's just, I don't think it's effective. And think about, and think about all those people that are, that have become a lot more depressed because of it. You know, you know that now the suicide rate is a lot higher because of this? I do. But I also think if we would have had a coherent response to this, maybe we would have shut down for a month instead of seven or eight months. It was coherent, but you're you're no, refusing to see how coherent it was. No, it wasn't. It would have been a lot more incoherent had Biden become president, because number one, Biden wouldn't be able to. Biden would not have the um, wherewithal to respond quickly. Um, and if it were Kamala Harris, of course, she would have uh, completely ruined everything because well, of that's how your how um, radical it was. I think that they would have handled it a lot better. It, Joe Biden was, was vice president during the uh, swine flu, and that didn't kill nearly as many people as coronavirus, and we didn't even have to shut down the government. Well, and then and then here's another thing, though. They they are likening the um, deaths to just the coronavirus, the ones that are pushing all the lockdowns, when it wasn't just the coronavirus. It was other stuff, but now doctors doctors are forced to put that on their death certificates. But a real, but in 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 all actuality, some of these people that have died did not actually die of the coronavirus. It was something else. And but I can make the counter. I can make the there. I can make the counter argument, my dear, that people died from the coronavirus, and they were just never properly tested for that, so it was labeled as something else instead of COVID. 
Yeah, I don't think that's the case. But that's another topic uh, uh, for another day. Oh, I love you. I love you, babe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. No, 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 I love you. I love you. you. I just... You know, even though you're incorrect, I still, you know, have a fun time with you. I still... Really? Yeah. I was your... You still right? enjoy me? Yeah. Enjoy, oh, or, toler- enjoy or tolerate? Enjoy or tolerate? A little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> no worries, babes. That was a rousing discussion again. Whatever is being cooked, I think I know what it is. It smells really good. What's your guess? It might be spaghetti or some kind of pasta or it might be chicken. I can't tell. I'm not close enough to it. It might be something with seafood. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Good, babe. I'm happy. Yes. Yes, babe, boss. Yes, pups. So you haven't been listening to any music then for the last day or so? Uh, not yet. Um, I believe they have an echo downstairs. Um, I have not been listening to to that to that yet. Uh, I, I have to find out where it is though. I think it's downstairs. How do you feel being away from music for so long? Um. Well, I'm not completely away from music. I mean, there's some, there, there's music in TV. I mean, there's music everywhere. In fact, um, my relatives downstairs and they're listening. I think they're watching a variety show and there's music all the time. So it's not like I'm completely away from it. Hmm. Does that make any sense? That does. You, you can't really stay away from music, really. I mean, whatever music got, there's always some elements of music in it. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's you're not like vibing to your own stuff, or even really hearing your relatives play what they like. They might be watching a variety show, but they're not, you know, pulling out CDs or going on some streaming music service and playing some cool playlists for you. Yeah, but you know, I'm 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 okay with it. I mean, I've dealt with it before. It's not that big a deal. Okay. I don't know, maybe it's just because, like, I'm a total music addict that I always try to think about. Which is is interesting, which is interesting to me because I've been, um, I've been really, really into music ever since I was very little. And I can find music in in anything, really. It doesn't have to be what I like to listen to, but it can be what other people like to listen to. It doesn't have to be just what I want. No, but... Even if it's what other people want to listen to, it's not like your family's sharing what they want to listen to. Like I, I just said, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm willing to get, you know, whatever music comes doesn't really bother me. If I don't like okay. it, I don't like it. Okay. You know, but that's, that's like, it's like food, you know. There, there may be things that my, my family shares with me that I don't like, and then my, you know, my relative, one of my relatives will laugh at me because of my facial expressions. <laughs> right, but they're not even sharing music with you right now. Yeah, but it doesn't bother me, that's what I'm saying. Wow. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me as much as it would bother you. And I don't, I don't take that, you know, I don't take it that personal. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be insulted by it. 
but it does, it would feel weird to me to be like a day without any music. Yeah, I, you know, it's, um, it's not that big a deal to me. If I want to listen to music, I'll listen to music, and if I don't, I'll hear music some other way. Could be, once. Yeah. Yes. See, this is a total example of how our minds are definitely different. We do have very alternative alternative views on the world, you and I. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But that doesn't mean that, you know, different minds can't come together and agree on, on things as well. Right. We can agree on the fact that I'm correct. 95. I never, I never agreed that. You were the one who, you know, was trying to, uh, um, proclaim that you're always correct. Or claim that you're always correct. Which, I don't think that's correct. Because there are times where you're not correct. There are times where I'm not correct, but I wouldn't rub it in your face like that. The times when you're not correct? I don't think you should rub those in my face, babe. So I want to go no, over no, that. I mean, there are times where I'm not correct. Hey, look at this time correct. when I was... Okay. No, wait, wait, wait. I need to rephrase that. Because I just yes. realized that wrong. There are times <laughs> where I am correct. Excuse me. There are times where I am correct, but I don't rub it in your face like, well, he, he has consulted me then. There we go. Yeah, well. well who died Alana? and made me queen? Yes. I don't know. I, don't know. I got a uh-huh. new phone this week. Yes, and I didn't even know that you got one until you told me. Yes, a much better, newer phone. And I offered to possibly give you my old one. Um, I, I don't know if you put any thought into that. You don't necessarily have to take it. But it is on the table, and I was wondering if you've considered that further. Well, first off, um, how is the battery on it? It's okay. I mean, it's not great, but it's not horrible. Um... Like, like, how how much of a battery life does it have? Because I don't know if I'm, you know, I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm I'm a little bit yeah. concerned about the battery, um, yeah. and I don't know how to use an iPhone yet. But um, I am definitely considering it. Okay, well, maybe the thing to do is when you get back, I could come over and give you a demonstration, and you could play with it for a few hours and get a better sense of what the battery life is. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and I still ha- I don't know all about the swiping positions and tapping and the um, things like that. Yes. Yeah, you're really out of date as far as technology goes, but I think it would be well. Well, uh, when good. that uh, you know, um, when it comes to that, yes, I, I would have said that. Yeah. I'm, cool. you know, uh, I I would I would admit that there are things that I need to be caught up on, and there are things that I know that there are certain people that need to be caught up on that, too. I would imagine right. you have really good battery life on your phone, since it's just a regular dumb phone. It's a, they're, they're really, um, this one's a pretty sturdy phone. So yeah. But what about not, the battery life? It's probably great, right? Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. I could have I it, I could, I could use it for like, like a few days. Hmm? Yeah. I remember my uh, old LG phone, I had it for like seven years, and it was exactly what you said. I'd have to recharge it like once every few days. Maybe, maybe two at the most, two to three days at the most. 
So I remember when I couldn't talk to anybody during the day until it was like 9 o'clock at night. So I wasn't using my phone a lot. I was using my landline. And that worked for me at the time. But I'm like, now I'm now I'm thinking, well, yeah, no wonder why my phone, um, my phone did, I didn't have to charge it very much, very often. Yeah, that was way back in the day. I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore, not talk to somebody until 9 o'clock in the evening. That was ridiculous. Yes, Jay. Well, yeah, it was. Yes. Or when I first had my 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 cell phone, this was back in, like, 2001, way back in the day. It seems like it was just yesterday. Um, I think I had, like, a thousand minutes on it, and if I went over, it would just completely skyrocket to, like, a very high rate. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that's not good. It's charging me. It's, it's, it shouldn't be charging me this much. That's crazy, babe. Yes. I remember when I had a prepaid, a prepaid phone for a while. It was like seven years ago. And I hated it because I had to put like so much money on it so I could have time to talk to people. I could have a lot more time to talk to people, and it was really annoying. Well, so wait a second. If this was seven years ago, why didn't you just get Google Voice and call people through your computer? Uh, well, I wasn't even thinking about it, and I didn't know much about that yet, so. Okay. And I know it was only seven years ago, but still, I, I didn't know much about that, and I didn't have any Google products. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But I hated that phone. <laughs> I hated that phone. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it made you feel an, an emotion, dude. An emotion? Yeah, it made you feel hate, which is a form of passion. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. It was just, I'm glad that I, I only had to use it for a little while and then I got my phone and that was, that was better. Did you bring your flutes? I did not because there was no, um, I didn't have a lot of room. I, I put what I wanted to put in there, but I did not, I don't even know where it is. It's somewhere in the living room, but, um, let's just say that, um, things were moved around on me when this relative came to visit me and now I have to find it. Otherwise I would have taken it. Yeah, I, I need to you make it a point. I gotta find out what. If you don't want to, you don't have to go back before Thanksgiving. Be selfish, Pops. Come on. Okay. I'm not selfish, so, so you know I'm not selfish. Come on. Or or don't be selfish. Oh what yes. I like selfish, by the way. Uh, I, do like I don't, but I'm not a secret person. So. Oh, I do. I love crab. I love. Different kinds of fish. I told you about this fish from Hawaii called, uh, I think it's from Hawaii, it's called a uh, butterfish. Yeah. And it literally tastes like butter. It melts in your mouth. Oh. Oh, it's the best. So good. Oh, yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I'm glad you're having a good time there, babe. Mm-hmm. Wearing the mask, watching TV, 
No, the mask is not fun. Oh. Yeah, that's just what we have to do right now. It's it's not fun. I want to throw them in the river and uh, or whatever, wherever. <laughs> just throw them out the window. Yeah. Have you been reading more in the Anne series? Um, I haven't since yesterday. I'm gonna pick up on it tonight, or maybe sometime today. We're getting good. It's just what's yes? been going on. What what has been going on in the last couple of days in the Anne book? Okay, so um, the the book I'm reading is the second to last book. It's called Rilla of Ingleside, and it is the um, she is the youngest in uh, the Blythe family. The Blythe are the uh, the main family in the book series, and um, she is so. The last two years have been really really hard because they're going through a war, and it's affecting Canada um, because the Germans are taking over. I guess they're called the Huns. Um, the Germans are taking over, and they're taking over France and England, and I think it was implied that the reason why they should worry about it take, the Germans taking over England is because I think Canada is supposed to be a part of the British Empire, I think it was, but I'm not quite sure if that's correct. And also... Um, I'm guessing that that France is tied to Canada because there's a lot of um, yeah, there's a lot of people in Canada that speak French. Um, I would imagine, but other it, and it's um it's sad because at least one person died in the book um, who went to war, and in the same family now um, four of their sons. So they had four sons. Um, is that right? Let me think. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. Three sons and another one from another family that they're close to went to war. And one of the one of the sons from the Blythe family um, was killed. And so she's dealing with that. She um, she adopted a baby that was left behind because his mother died and before she died she gave birth to the baby that day um and the the uh, woman that was there was not going to take care of the baby and so she ends up taking care of the baby um she has found his dad but um don't know how it's going to turn out so she's been raising the baby and she's only she's only a teenager so she's been raising this baby while his dad is away and his dad just found out that his wife was was um was dead. So that's um that's all the things that are going on in that book. Wow. Yep. There's there's some romances going on in there too. A lot of the uh men that I've left for the war had uh, girls at home. Um girls that are waiting for them to come back. So it's interesting. Glad to hear it, babes. Right. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, the one who... What? I just said, I can't wait until you're done with the book series. 
the 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 one thing that I will mention is that one of the 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 man who was killed in the war um in the book he was known as a po- a poet and he really liked the beauty of this world but he didn't want to go to war because of the ugly things that he would have to see and do and he just couldn't imagine hurting another man but he went he went he wanted to stand up for his country so he went good but he reminded he reminded me of you because you are and he was a he was a more sensitive person so he kind of reminded me of you you are very so that's good though that's good some men are more sensitive than others but I think that it's good that um, a man has that uh, quality Would you, would you agree? I would agree, babes. Here's a question for you um, concerning your sensitivity. Go ahead. Do you think that because you have a more sensitive nature that you are more understanding towards um, certain women? Um, I would say now I am. It wasn't always the case because part of sensitivity is I wasn't always tuned into it correctly. So I think for a lot of years, I would shut myself off to women in that sort of like, shut myself off meaning I wouldn't make an attempt to really understand where they were coming from. But once Mm -hmm. I started to do more reflective work on myself, I was able to then use my sensitivity to uh, have more empathy towards women, if that makes sense. And not just women, but other men too. Yes. But you asked me specifically about women. That's why I answered the question that way, but yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. I asked you specifically about women, but I also mentioned men as well. Yeah, not just women. Oh, very good. Well, that's that's good, though. That's that's really good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Must be a boss. That's right, little boys. Have you been having any dreams recently, babe? Uh, no, not yet. I think I may have had a dream the other night, but I can't remember what it was. Um, it must must not have been that important. I think you had to do something about the phone, but I don't remember. I couldn't tell you. But I guess it wasn't important and just went through my head and then out it went. No, it's No. Yes. What about you? Do you have any dreams? No, I didn't have none that I remember. Uh, no, unfortunately. I woke up early this morning, babe. But I, I okay. don't remember having any dreams. What, how early did you wake up? Like 3.30. And I didn't wow. hear my dots because I had my huh? headphones in my ear. So I go to my phone and it turns out that my internet was out for a minute for whatever reason. And then it came back on. But because of that, I started freaking out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to bed, like, close to 1 o'clock. And so I was I was uh, watching some Dr. Phil before I went to sleep. And okay. he was in contact with this um, this couple who... Um, 
made a living by rescuing, um, rescuing dogs. And in fact, they found a dog for their autistic boy. Okay. Because she was, the family who had this dog did not want to keep her because they thought that she would be, um, not, not that useful. So they adopted her. And she is really good with her, with their son. That's good. And they've been rescuing, they've been rescuing animals that have, um, that are helping, uh, people with disabilities. Like there's one, um, dog I think they have that uses a wheelchair. And this dog had, um, problems with their spine. Oh wow. Uh, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And there was, oh. um, and then there were there were two dogs that they rescued, and I think both of them are blind in one eye. And Doctor uh, Phil and his wife rescued two dogs, and one of the dogs has like one blue eye and one brown eye. I think that was kind of interesting. Good boss. Nice. Yeah, it was interesting. Yes. I think it's such yeah. a cool, I think it's such a cool thing to rescue pets like, to rescue animals like dogs or cats that can be useful for other people. Yeah, it's nice to do. Yeah. Um, I know, I, I think I may have mentioned to you, right, where my former roommate had a dog. He was a, um, wire hair fox terrier. We really got close to him because she, would be gone for a long time because she had this this very um, busy job and he would hang out with me and he was a rescue dog from LA and he was like a really well trained puppy really nice dog that was mm-hmm. yes yeah. and we we kind of had this uh, we kind of had this language it was, quite, it was quite interesting, but I got really attached to this dog. And then he died, and you ate him. <laughs> no, he didn't die. She she gave him away, no, and I, I didn't even know. She didn't tell you. She didn't tell she didn't tell me or my other roommates until until the next day that um they found out in the text, and then um my landlord stopped me in the kitchen and said. Did you find out about, his name was Kripke. Did you know what happened to Kripke? I said, what, no, what happened? And she said, well, she gave the dog away. And I'm like, oh, I was wondering what happened. Did you hear him cry or bark or, I didn't hear his, I didn't hear his, um, his collar. I didn't hear him walking. I mean, oh, I was so attached to that dog. I really was. Oh. Yeah, dogs will get into your heart. Yes. He used to sleep on my bed. He used to steal my pillows. (laughs) He did. It was so cute. The only thing I didn't like, the only thing I don't like about dogs, you know, sleeping in the bed with you is that you wake up and it's hot. It's like really warm. Because their bodies are so warm. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you ever have somebody's dog um, nap with you, like, on the couch or uh, a bed or something? Many times. I love dogs. 
uh, even though I don't own one, I think are great animals. Was it a smaller dog? Oh, yeah, actually, yes, it was a smaller dog. I do remember. But it, the but one that you know about, but I've had smaller dogs and bigger dogs. Um, yeah. Did oh, you yeah. wake up warm? Did you wake up warm the next morning when the dog was still there? I definitely have had that happen to me before. It's, whew, it's like it's hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, they get into your heart. They really do. I mean, it doesn't take very long. No wonder why they call them man's best friends. Yes. They really are. I mean, they really, they really touch your heart. Yes, they do. Even yes. though sometimes it can get a little bit stinky. Oh, oh. Yes, they do. Yes. But they're just, they're just sweet animals. Yes, they are. Yeah. 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 Well, babes, is there anything else you wanted to discuss? I was just really tired yesterday. I, um, when I got to the house after I ate, I was in the family room watching some stuff and I kind of fell asleep off and on. I was really tired. But that for traveling makes you tired. It does. It really does. I think more so as we've gotten older, it's made me tired. I would agree with that. Yes, Bobs. I, so when I was up this morning, I watched this YouTube video comparing Deep Space Nine to Babylon 5. Really? Yeah, you've heard of Babylon 5, right? I have, but I was not interested in watching it. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes, but I didn't really connect with it. But the rumor has always been that Deep Space Nine is a Babylon 5 ripoff show, even though Babylon 5 came out just a little bit later. Because apparently the creator of Babylon 5 pitched the idea of doing a show on a space station, like back in the 80s, to Paramount. And then Paramount is also the same studio that owns the rights to Star Trek. Um, I don't know if I believe this or so, but this person was making an interesting video in comparison. And he kind of made it sound like Deep Space Nine was a ripoff of Babylon 5. But then at the end of the video, he's like... But uh, the show I love the best is uh, Deep Space Nine. He's like, Babylon 5 is a good show, but Deep Space Nine is a great show. Yes, it is. So I, I, was, I was surprised that he twisted it around at the end. Yeah. Well, what he could have said is, you know, even though, uh, you know, he could have just said it like, you know, this is the difference between Babylon 5 and Deep Space Nine. I like Deep Space Nine better, and this is why. Yeah, he pointed out the Instead similar. Of saying, yeah, instead of saying that, but Deep Space Nine was a ripoff of Babylon 5, which, I don't know. He didn't quite say that, but he was pointing out the similarities, and I got the impression that he was skewing it more towards Babylon 5 being the more innovative show. Right. You know, Deep Space Nine is really good. Really good. Yes. yes. Very creative. I like how they deal with issues. Yeah, it's a great show, babe. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Alana Jela. Yes. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss? 
No, but that that whatever is, I think it might be spaghetti that's cooking. It smells so good. <laughs> it's Are a, you gonna go so, downstairs and investigate after this? No, I I might just uh, watch a little TV and kind of chill out for a little bit. Um, oh, I, there is something I do want to mention. Tell so me. I have, and you've seen this trampoline. I have a little trampoline in my uh, apartment. Next to And that. yes, and it's called the Rebounder. And my relatives have the same thing, and it's in their family, in their family room. And they haven't jumped on it yet today. By the way, um, you can't jump. Two people can't jump on it at the same time. I know because it's too small. It's way too small, but I just I just figured you know I'd let you know in case you thought in case you thought differently. But it's a it's a really cool thing. I love jumping on that thing. Good, good for your horse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, for your horse. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, Dave. Unless there's anything else, maybe we should uh, wrap this up for now. What are you thinking? Yes, but I will. Call you later. That's right, babe. I look forward to talking to you later and doing some more of this maybe in a couple more days. Yeah, yeah, sure. That'll be good. Yes. Well, I love you, Jay Wool. I love you too. And we kind of love you all. I don't know. (laughs) Some of you. Maybe. Some of you. Well, I don't know anyone who's listening. Well, maybe I do. Maybe a couple people, but otherwise I don't know anyone. Well, good. Good. By the way, have you been able to, um, really quick before we wrap this up, um, for all the other, um, the countries that you've um, seen that have downloaded this, these episodes, is, is the percentage growing bigger? It's staying roughly about the same, but the list of countries is growing. Really? Yeah, but because there's more downloads, the percentages are roughly the same. Wow. Yeah. Have they left any comments? Anyone from Not the other countries? Not yet. Oh, actually, a couple people did. They said um, the guy is, like, super, super intelligent, and he's kind of like this philosopher that will not give a lot of respect in his own time, but will probably go down in history as being one of the great thinkers of our day. Really? Are you sure that's what they said? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know what? I mind your jokes, Mr. Rick. Oh, Mr. Wolf. <laughs> That's very funny. That's very funny. Thank you. Okay. 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 Bye, love you, Jay Wool. I love you too. And if there isn't anything else, I don't think there is. Um, not that I can think of right now, unless you have something else. I don't have anything else. I think I've uh, said what I need to say for now. Nice, babes. We'll probably do this again on, like, Saturday or Sunday, then. Yes, depending on uh, if my schedule permits. If, if, if we're doing something, I don't know yet, but 
We oh, will see. We will see. Oh, maybe even tomorrow then? Or what? What are you thinking? Uh, maybe, maybe leave, uh, maybe another couple of days. We'll, we'll see. Just so you can build up experiences. Yeah, just so I can have some things, some other things to talk about. Oh, good, good. Well, that means, babe, that you gotta watch some movies so you can, uh, you know, bring something more to the table. Maybe I'll watch some Netflix. I don't know. Now that I can say that um, I can access Netflix through um, one of the TVs here. That's good. Actually, several of the three, several of the TVs here, but um, the one in particular that I use. Yeah. All right then. All right, babe. I love you. I love you too, and. I will call you later, and um, until next time, everybody, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.